Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. On Friday, the Queen of Fashion in Limerick, Celia Holman-Lee, received a mayoral reception for her contribution to Limerick and to the Irish fashion industry for over five decades and her work founding and running Ireland's longest-running modelling agency from her base here in Limerick. And she's with me in the studio right now. Good morning to you. Um, Well, was it a nice occasion? It was, Joe. It was fantastic. It was a great honour to be awarded a civic reception from, from the mayor. And uh, it was a lovely family occasion as well. Um, they all turned up. They wouldn't turn up to a wedding or anything else, even a party, but they all turned up to this one. So I was very honoured. Mm. Uh, was someone else honoured alongside you? Yes, there was a, be- a sister, beautiful, from uh, Milford Hospital as well. Right. She was also honoured. She was uh, for a lifelong what she's done with the... With the um, it was Sister Phyllis, isn't it? Yes, yeah, Sister Phyllis. She was just wonderful. And uh, I was honoured to share the stage with her. You and, know, and that's probably really nice was. in a way, isn't it, when they do it for you know, a couple of people together. I think it is. Yeah. I think it is. And that both of us then, like two completely different backgrounds, two completely different paths in our lives. But yet it was such a massive occasion for both of us and both sides and both families. Yeah, I mean, we should never take it for granted, should we? You know, when the mayor makes the point of honouring any of our citizens, yes. and obviously it was you on uh, Friday, you know, it's an important thing to do and it's a big deal. Well, you know something, Joe, you know me a long time and I never thought as a young one, as I've often said, running around the streets of Limerick, that I'd end up down in City Hall being honoured like this. Um, and what I, I I think as well is that Limerick, we, you know, we're good. We, 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 we recognise our own and we have done, and we do. And no matter what side of the track you're from, whatever background you've had, you know, it was um, it was such an honour, and that's what my family felt as well. Mm. You okay. know. Well, let's hear from some of the people who attended the civic reception on uh, Friday. She's dedicated her whole life to fashion, to Limerick, and to the Irish woman. And I think she's been an advocate for young Irish designers, for Irish design overall. I think she's made a huge contribution to the overall image of Limerick. And um, I know she's very proud to be a Limerick lady. So, um, yeah, so I'm delighted that she's been honoured this way. Yeah, she's fantastic. She really flies the flag for Irish style and not just in Ireland, but abroad as well. So I think, yeah, great job. Well, I think that Celia Lee uh, deserves this highly because uh, I know her since she was very, very young. I'm a very old man, so I know her since she was very, very young. Uh, I'm in the music business and she was in the fashion business. And my present wife, who I have for 40 years, was in the model agency with Celia when she began, Jean Lennon. And they did so many fashion shows that it's just hard, it's impossible to count. She was a very, very good mentor to Jean. And, uh, we just love her. Celia is one of the most iconic women in Limerick. She actually deserves more than this award. I think she deserves freedom of the city. She has done more for Limerick than an awful lot of people. And she has been decades uh, promoting and supporting the city. So this is very well deserved. But I hope there's more to come. She single-handedly has done an awful lot for Limerick, Limerick women and women throughout the country. Oh, I think she more than deserves it. I mean, she's always supported Limerick, she always mentioned Limerick never forgot where she came from From your unique perspective as 
uh, Celia's daughter, why do you think she deserves this reception? Because what Celia's done for Limerick is unique. There aren't many other people that would represent their city and their county as best they physically can in every aspect of business, social life, with every fibre of her body. Because she embodies Limerick, she has a work ethic, she has a life ethic. So Celia socialises, works and lives and loves Limerick. That's why she deserves it. Right, oh. some of the voices there, yeah, Celia. Thank you. Uh, and you, you reckon, obviously, your uh, daughter do, there daughter, at the end, but yeah. the other voices too. A few of them, yeah. 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 Sorry, that's a bit. I know, I understand. I didn't know you. I, I, I saw the young girl going around down there. Yeah, Maxine, Maxine was down there, and she was doing And uh, she models with me a bit. And I was wondering what she was doing there, but I was so taken up with everybody. So it's it's lovely. To, I didn't hear any of that, not no, Joe. So thank you. God. Very emotional. <laughs> yeah, a little bit now. Yeah. You forget. Get. I suppose you put your head down. Sorry, you you put your head down and you keep working. You know. I know. I know. And yeah. you forget that people even see it, yeah. or even recognise it, or even think that you know that I, I, half the time I don't even think that they see things, but they do. These are you tears know. of joy. Now we should yeah, point out see you that oh, you're I crying am, yeah. this morning. <laughs> I don't want to give people the opposite no, impression. No, 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 no. I'm just so honoured. <laughs> no, 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 darling. Never coming into you. No, I didn't hear those. It's very um, hard, Jodie. You know, I, I'm, I'm, of course, I'm proud and I. But sometimes you'll be listening. Jesus, are they talking about me? You know, that's what's wrong. Sorry. No, of course, no, I totally understand. And why wouldn't Sorry. you? Um, so, you five decades of fashion. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. many changes you've seen, Celia. I have Not seen only in fashion, from, but in yeah, American. From walking down the ramp, Joe, at 15 in Canucks. And uh, I did meet the, the guy who, who used to, who bought pennies. Oh, don't, you know, he owns all the penny group. Donkeys years ago, he'll come to me now. I remember saying to him, he owned penny, he owned um, Canucks on us because the store was so magnificent. I remember coming down the staircase and onto a ramp. It was such a beautiful, iconic, and the outside as well. I've always, I'm always giving out about that. That's where I started, you know. So from there, then it, you know, Shannon was a such a Shannon was a massive hub at the time. When you think back, nearly nearly four decades, is it three or four decades? Like the amount of fashion shows we did. The first duty free shop, the first one in the world was out there, was to model, you know, Kennedy was coming in, the Royal coming. We were doing shows everywhere. And, you know, as to do all their brochures and all their work. So, you know, and then the idea of, of not the idea, but people on and off would say to me, is there any, anyone else out there like you? Uh, models like you, not me, plenty like me, but just to model. And that's how the idea just came. And Jarlie was, you know, sometimes you don't have, sometimes you don't have great, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Great faith in yourself or great confidence, especially in the Limerick I knew, uh, you know, because I came from a different part of the city. So sometimes it's, it, you know, you wouldn't feel because when I started modelling, when the models that did join me had been to, um, some of them had been to finishing school and had been to boarding schools and all this. And theirs was yours truly come out of school at 15. So it wasn't easy that time. You know, you go back the decades in Limerick. But I kept, and my husband kept on at me and I kept my head down. And I think what stood to me, hard work was never an issue with me, no matter where I went or what show or up to the west, up to the, up beyond Westport, down to the end of Waterford, to the end of Cork, up to the north. I actually went to Russia. I went to the Baltic States with models. So really the history there is phenomenal. But I never saw it as work. 
job. We have to get this job done now and get through it and make sure it's successful and it's a job well done. And that's the attitude I always had. Right. We're trying to see you home and you got a civic reception from the mayor of Limerick on Friday. Um, by the way, when did you hear about this reception? Oh, about about a month before. Yeah, you know, about a month before. So they they actually, which was fantastic because I had never been, they organised it all. They sent out all the invitations. I just sent in the names and they did everything else for me. Now, what was your initial reaction when it I was, was offered? Yeah, I was, what's the, what? I just had to get my head around it. And uh, civic reception and um, when I rang the office to thank them, uh, they said, well, this is, uh, we only do a few of these Um the actual city council had to um, say that, yes, we have decided to honour herself and um, Sister Phyllis. So uh, we are going to do this. So it's that kind of a, an honour, which city council, and they were all there. City council, an awful lot of the councillors were there as well. By the way, when you think about the fashion industry and what you do, mm. um, what's the percentage glamour and what's the percentage hard work in it? Oh, God, I would say 10% of the glamour and I would say 50% of the hard work. You know, I went up and down that road before even the motorways were, were there. I always remember up to Ireland AM at the time, 19 years ago, and uh, I was the first stylist with them practically. And I, the car loaded with models, they'll tell you, they'll probably ring in and uh, close in the back and we tearing up the road. And we used to meet the All-Ireland crowd. Maybe they'd stay over those times. It's years ago now. They were obviously could have had a drink and we'd be driving up the road no motorway and there'd be cars parked the whole way down it was just hilarious what we'd seen through the years and through the decades but it was hard work really at the end of the day there's plenty of talented people out there there's lots of fantastic beautiful women everywhere but I've always said it even to the young models keep the hard work ethic and you'll get there yeah, when you, know? you started the business when you were a young model yourself, yeah. there's no such thing as social media. Uh, but now it's everywhere. I mean, yeah. what are your thoughts on the influence of social media on your business? I have a few thoughts on it, Joe. First of all, say, for instance, going back when we did the International Student Awards and we brought a John, oh, Jeepers, his name will come to me now. He had just done... Catherine Zeta-Jones' wedding. He was from Newcastle West in Limerick. He went out to New York and became one of the biggest celebrity hairdressers in the world. John something, it'll come to me now. Um, when we brought him in, you know, and going back over the years, students from all over the world practically, when the South Court opened its doors for the first time, we brought that show. All we had was yourselves the Limerick leader and a few more that I'd have pals in Dublin in, in the Independent or somewhere. But from that point of view, it's incredible to get the message out there. Um, if you ask me about, like you, I heard you talking earlier, listening to you about the coronavirus, which um, is, you know, God forbid, we all may come out the other end of this. But, um, you know, you're talking about what's going up on social media and what's frightening and making people nervous and uh, giving wrong information. That can happen too in my industry. You know, people going on and giving advice on skincare and never being in it or, you know. And then there are the people who've made a fortune. Fair play to them who have really, you know, showing their talent when nobody knew they had talent. And then you have the other side of it. So if, there's lots of issues about it. But at the end of the day, for me, there's two issues. Sometimes it's not, you know, there's untruths told 
okay? But secondly, for us as an agency, as trying to let people see the, the industry we're in, you know, promoting models, promoting fashion stores, promoting the whole industry, it's social media is very, very good. Now, Celia, you mentioned this before. I just wanted to talk to you a little bit more about it this morning. You're seeing more confidence, more self-awareness in women in the business these days compared to years ago. I mean, have women changed that much in approach over the years? I think we have, you know, sharing your story and telling people out there on social media that you're not in a good place and why you're not in a good place. And the support you're getting is incredible. And there is so much awareness of all of this at the moment. And I think that's phenomenal. But on the other hand, um, social media and people, I'm not saying people are having issues because of it, but it can be detrimental what, uh, what is said to people on social media especially the younger people, the bullying side of it and all of that, that frightens me. That was never there. The help aspect of it and what's there to help you and um, the awareness of mental health or social problems that you may have is fantastic. But then you have the downside of the social media as it is when it fight, when it gets vicious. But for example... That frightens me. Was there a time when among your circle of friends you were unusual in that you were a woman who also worked outside the home compared to today? Are there far more women in that situation working outside the home as well? Well, of course there are. The, the, the work ethic has changed completely in my day. Definitely. I mean, I started working in Bulger stores at 15 years of age and, um, you know, I you couldn't serve. I mean, it's like working in a shop now. Those of you out there working in stores, I couldn't serve a customer for six months. I had to stand behind the head lady who was serving. You know, those kind of things. But the work ethic has changed. Not the work ethic, but the opportunities. There's, there's, We're playing a bigger part, of course we are. And it was... But we were always working, Joe. You know, you think about the Second World War, only for the women mm. behind in the factories and working everywhere. And they were all working in factories. But, women were around Limerick. You know, it was it was there. We were working. We but were are working. people today willing to work as hard as you've worked? Well, if they want to get there. I know, you know, they feel that social media and it does and there are millionaires out of just sitting with their keyboard, which is... But they tell me and I know one or two of them, that um, it's non-stop. So it is hard, no matter what, Joe. You know, nothing is nothing lands on your lap. That's a bit of advice I'll give to anyone. You know, if it does land in your lap, follow it through and keep working at it. Right. Interesting one here uh, from uh, the mum of uh, a preteen listening to you this morning, asking, what advice, Celia, would you give to a girl heading into secondary school who's huge into fashion, flair and creativity? Well, if that it, that's fantastic that she has an interest to start with, and I would say definitely follow it through. Um, she should as she should watch what's going on in the fashion industry because the fashion industry is first of all, it all ends up on the shop floor. So 
in what way is she interested? Maybe a degree if she wants to go into design. Fantastic. We have one of the big, best schools in the world, the Limerick School of Art and Design. So that's one route. Another route then, there's fashion buying. Another route is being a fashion journalist. I mean, from a newspaper to online, um, giving advice, or not giving advice, but telling the stories of the different seasons that are in. Um, it, it's, it's really fashion, makeup, um, selling, uh, creativity, watching trends. It's a massive, massive area. And if she can look at one that she feels that she's excelling in, whether it's the makeup side, the fashion side, design side, the creativity side, follow it through. But keep her, keep her, keep her mind focused and set on the whole aspect from fashion to beauty to health. It used to be all one, but it is mixed in now with everything. You know, fashion now has come along with all these fabulous clothes from the gyms because we're all life, leisure, wear, as it's known. And that came out of we all eating healthier and lifestyle. So there's lots of things happening. It's a very exciting time to be in the industry. So keep it broad. And if you have a passion, it'll work. Congratulations to you, homily on the civic reception. Fully deserved from the mayor uh, on Friday evening. Um, one last question. You don't strike me as the retirement type. Oh, darling, thank you for that. Did you see Mary Kennedy and she dancing for her soul? She was amazing. No, I'm, I'm not going as much as I used to. I'm not travelling as much as I used to. I am blessed that the family, it's, it's second generation now, and they are brilliant. That was my daughter talking there at the end. Like, and thank God they're making a go of it. And I'm so happy about that. So I'm taking it easier um, because obviously I'm not able and because um, the grandchildren, the five of them, I just want to be with them and be available for them and very lucky that they're all in Limerick, born in Limerick and living in Limerick. Great, and I'm very proud of that. Yes, very proud. Thanks for coming in, well done. Thank you, Joe. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. Call Limerick today now on 461995.